Good morning, folks. Okay, I am now in North Carolina, and we are on the move, seeing fam, having a good time. We just got wedding pictures back from uh, the wedding about a month ago, and it's super fun, and we're going through it and having a blast and catching up and laughing and telling jokes and telling embarrassing stories of family, um, and it's all good in the hood. What's up? So... Yeah, so fun stuff, North Carolina until Sunday, and then we are on to Maryland. The great family tour continues. Thank God, okay. So, what are we talking about? We're talking about growth and growth mindsets. So, um, we started yesterday with uh, basically the seven-year rule, and I started there just because I wanted to bring in this sort of idea of one, putting your mind into a growth mindset, um, and two, sort of the the long, the long road, taking that long path and, and having our mind set into that long path, not looking for uh, growth in, you know, not looking for short, for short wins and having short expectations. So, uh, really what we're looking to do is just, it's an endless, you know, it's an endless game. We're just going down this path forever um, you, for the rest of our life. So keeping that in mind will 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 enable you as you move forward in life because, because if you, you know, I've seen it many times, I've done it many times personally, where it's like I get super motivated and turned on and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. I'm going to make something happen. And you get super motivated and then like you're not seeing the things that you want in like the time frame that you were expecting. And then you drop it, everything dies and it burns and then you're starting over and you have nothing. And so it's just like, you just have to understand it's going to be a long game. But approaching this is so, when you have that, not, it just, when I work with my clients, I tell them, we have a cue, is play the long game. We're just playing, we're here to play the long game. And uh, what I was talking to one of my guys about recently, we were talking about playing the long game. He said, look, playing the long game doesn't mean being passive, right? It doesn't mean like I'm not doing anything. It's not playing the long game. Okay, well, like I'll wait another five years till I start or whatever. It's not like that. You're saying I'm starting now and when opportunities arise, I'm going to take them. But... I'm allowing my mindset to be existing in that long, in that long tail, that long frame, um, that really that long span of time um, to, to, it's because it's more broad, it's more open, it's more, uh, it gives you more, right? And so uh, it enables you to move forward, continue moving forward, having that consistency, um, allowing your expectations to be expanded over time. Um, and so, um, there's a conversation to have around expectations. I think that there's healthy ways to have expectations and unhealthy ways to have expectations. Um, it's not to say that it's just a blanket statement like expectations are bad, like you shouldn't have expectations. No, there's many times where you should have expectations on things. Um, but, um, the idea is playing the long game is a cue, and um, it's a cue that I use frequently with myself and with my clients. 
and it's really cool because it enables you to, it's like play the long game. Okay, what should I do in this situation? I don't know, but play, play the long game. So many times it comes up and many times we have me and me and, you know, I work one guy in particular, we have a couple of cues that we use back and forth. We'd like develop our own language almost. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, and uh, one of them is, you know, finesse and playing the long game, which basically means translation essentially means like pursuing that that road of mastery for the long tail for that long for that long time frame um and while you move down that path there is a finesse to every new situation that's going to come up and that you're going to have to show up differently for every single situation that happens. That's the finesse element. Finesse. What's finesse? Finesse. You got to finesse it, right? It's like a player, a basketball player or something like you got to finesse that thing, you know? And, and what that comes down to is, is being there present in that moment with that situation and having a higher level bird's eye view of the entire uh, lifespan, so to speak, of what's happening enables you to to perform at a high level in the short term while also having longevity and that's what we're looking for so high performance in the short term while having longevity so many people i'll see it's either like one or the other or they'll use the idea of longevity to not perform in the short term or they'll use this like high performance like kill yourself um you know performance in the short term thing to you know and, and it'll kill them um, in the long game, and they won't have any longevity. So we're looking for that balance. Um, as you move through life, really important to be keeping that in mind, whether it be performance or whether it be building something, growing something, um, growing different elements of yourself and um, getting after it in life. We're really looking for getting, we're really looking to get after it. And that's a big nuance that I need to put here when I say talk, playing the long game we're really looking to get after it. It's not like we're sitting around. You are being proactive. You have to get up and go every single day. No question. Even if you're recovering, you have to get up and go recover. Recovery is not a, pro, a passive thing. It's proactive. So you have to get up and go every single day. And that long game is just having that bird's eye view. And like you'll approach a situation differently when you say, I'm playing the long game versus I'm playing the short game. Right. If you're playing the short game, you'll sacrifice this and you'll do that and it's like, it creates a whole different situation. But if you say, I don't know, I'm going to play the long game, it could mean that you do take an opportunity or you don't take an opportunity or you take an opportunity but you take it differently or you know, it just influences a lot of different things, how you show up to stuff. So um, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit more um, because it's so important. Um, when we're, when we're actually moving forward in life and, and it's important and I'm touching on this and again, I'm going to sort of wax on, wax off on a lot of these topics here because they're, um, like go over them many times because review and repeat because they are very important, especially like if you're starting with that, like Kentucky junkyard, like we were talking about, right? Like your, 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 your life's a mess, right? 
okay? We've all been there, so don't, it's nothing personal, but whatever, your life's a mess. <laughs> if that's where you're starting, it's okay, it's totally okay. You're not a mess. Your life that you're living inside of is a mess right now, and you just have to clean it up. It's not you, okay? That's what we talked about, creating healthy detachment in order for you to move forward um, and engage properly in the situation, right? So you're not a mess, like you are, your soul is not a mess, but your life is a mess. There's something going on in your life and you just need to pick it up. You need to clean it up. That's it. <laughs> Simple. Nothing more, nothing less. You don't have to read into it more. You, you are not a, you know, a piece of garbage or worthless. Or... Stop. There's a mess. Clean it up. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay? So if you started from that place, then... As you move through this process, we're talking about growth orientation and growth mindsets. It's going to be a new thing for you to be in that growth mindset space. So I'm reviewing lots of these things because, because if that's where you're holding and that's where you're moving through from that beginning stage, you can't just jump levels. You can't. You have to work through them in very integrative ways. So, um, so that journey is very much like two steps forward, one step back, or two steps, one step forward, two steps back, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. In Hebrew, we call it chazara. When you're learning, you, you call it chazara. It means to return. Chazar, the chazor, is to return, right? So returning, you go back, you go back, you go over it, you review it, okay? There's, 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 there, the, you cannot ace a test without reviewing your, your work, right? Um, you have to go and you have to review things. You have to go back and go through stuff. So don't, you know, this whole thing of like, you know, of, of it's going to be a slow process and you have to go back and go over things. That's how you attain mastery. Mastery is the repetition of something. You just have to figure out what you love repeating and then like hone in on that, you know, and then also learn how to repeat the things that are going to be supplemental for you in your life in order to support your growth. Outside of that, it's really, um, you know, that's, that's what we're, that's what we're here to do. We're here to do Chazara. We're here to do, we're here to go back and review and learn. And you learn from reviewing. You don't learn the first time around. Like, there are many sages and many wise old people with long beards um, who say you're not actually learning something until you've gone over it like, okay, generously, probably about 20 times. But really, like probably about 99 times. <laughs> okay, so you're not actually going to learn something until you've gone over it so thoroughly that you know it cold and then you can give it over and then you don't really start learning until you start teaching it. Okay, so that's what we're, we're saying that like, you know, obviously like if you've never read something before and you read it for the first time, now there's a new interaction happening, there's a new experience and now that new experience is something that you are integrating with and downloading and it's new information, right? But we're saying that, what, what do we mean when we say you're not really learning something? You're not really learning something. There's a difference between you're not learning something and you're not really learning something. What does it mean you're not really learning something? You're not really learning something means that you don't have the information downloaded into your hard drive. 
You don't have it downloaded into your system. It's not on your computer and you can't recall it at any single point in time, no matter what. That's what really learning something means. Learning something means that you opened a tab on your computer, you looked at it, and then you deleted it. Okay, yeah, you saw new information, but you didn't really learn it. You didn't go and download that thing onto your hard drive, and then you didn't download it onto your external hard drive, and then you didn't go through and you read it over and over and over again, and then you didn't orate it and copy and paste it and, re- and rewrite it by hand uh, back onto a different drive, back onto a different thing, and you didn't put it in your own words, and now and then you didn't go and read all of the other stuff that that author put into a different other. Uh, documents and papers and reports and and you know the whole context of that report in the journal that he put out right and not just the singular isolated conversation that he was having in this space but you know the broader context and the whole relationship of how that fits into a greater whole right now you're really learning you're not really learning if you just open something up and read a headline once and then go back and say i kind of learned i thought i read i saw something the other day you're not diving deep into a real subject. That's, you're not doing it, you know, or you are doing it. And I congratulate if you are doing it, but that's what really learning means. Okay, and then, so, so, so if you're really learning, you're going over it. And so in your life, if you're going over things, one step forward, two steps back, right? Two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, two steps back, right? It's not a failure. It's called chazara. It's called learning. It's called reviewing. Because you can't expect yourself to just run forward and run straight. Because if you do, you're never going to retain any of the information that you ever came across. Okay? It'll be in... You'll be looking at it, and by the time you're trying to recall it, you'll be running into new information that makes you... That squeezes the old one out of their head. You have to go back down and layer it in deep down into your foundations. Okay? That's what has to happen. So so when when you're when you go through things in life and you have to go back over something, it's like you run in here's a great example. You run into something, you maybe you have a character defect like you're very haughty, let's say. I'll take an example for myself. I'm very I can be haughty sometimes. Okay? I can be arrogant I can be like um I can I like in in some I've been working on it for a while but um I can be uh like and even like even the deeper you work on it you'll find that like it it comes in subtle ways and maybe like you know if you run into like if you run into me we just meet each other on the street I could seem like a great guy a humble guy but I know that deep down there's something in there that like it's gonna try to like squeeze its way out in like little subtle ways um that you might not pick up right away right um or something that like maybe my wife could pick up you know or like my, or like different people who are really close to me, they could pick it up, but it's still there, right? So like, so when I go into a situation and I see that like, you know, my, my character is coming out, this, this like quote unquote defect is coming out. I I'm saying, "Mm, okay, I'm going to go, I got to go back. I got to review it, I gotta return on that, I gotta have to chazara that information, and I have to go, and I have to, I have to get, I have to hone that in, I gotta sharpen that up, 
and I gotta make that better. I gotta make that just a little bit better. And then you go and you make it a little bit better and you come back and that defect is a little bit different. It's a little bit like, it's more improved. You did a pass on it. You did a, you did a, no, you're never gonna get it to 100%, okay? You're not gonna get it to 100%. Um, there are conversations to have around how we can really flip it, but the whole idea is basically we're never going to get it to 100%. Um, there's deeper conversations to have about, like, using that thing for... I mean, it's not, like, it's very practical. It's about using that thing for the greater good. So you can have haughtiness, but use it in a really, like, a healthy and, and good way. There's a conversation to have about that, and I, I don't want to necessarily get there right now because it's, it'll be a little bit of a tangent of what I'm talking about. But the idea is, is that when I go back on, on that topic of my haughtiness... Next time I come into a situation that is sort of egging that hogginess out of me, it might come out, but it's going to be a little different. Instead of coming out at 5%, it'll come out at 3, 4%, 4.5%. So I chazard, I went over, I returned, I reviewed that information, and now... That information is a little bit deeper and I've been able, I have a little bit more mastery over that thing, right? Okay, makes sense? So when I return on these topics of life, this whole thing of like, you, we just, what I'm framing here now is this idea, this mindset of like how we're supposed to approach these sort of quote unquote ups and downs or character, or whatever, the good life, let me tell you, the good life is going through all of this stuff. It is working on this stuff. It is feeling these little parts of yourself and then going back and working on it and then having those breakthroughs. What is it all about? I just heard one of my teachers this morning talk about breakthroughs. Why do we, why, he, this is what he was saying. His name is Rabbi Glazer, if you're interested in looking him up. Amazing guy. Um, he was saying... Why, why did everybody watch the same movie over and over and over again? I mean, don't, yeah, I don't mean li literally the same movie, but that too. But, but why do they watch the same movie over and over again? Because all movies are basically the same. It's essentially like one base storyline that they're telling over and over and over again. Right? This guy grew up. He had problems. He worked through them. And then, bam, he's something bad. Now you can put that, you know, time, you can put that thing in space or you can put that, you know, story in, you know, old ancient world war or you can put it, whatever. And there's a girl involved and whatever, okay? It's, we're looking for the breakthrough, right? And your life becomes sweet when you go and you find those breakthroughs. That's what happens. And it's true. What my Rav is saying is right. What my, what, 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 my teacher is saying is right because what's the whole point of life the good life is to be in the breakthroughs it is to be in the work it's to be deep it's to focus it's to be deep on your context on your stories like I'm saying when you're learning there's no greater pleasure when you're deep on something when you're just learning and you're deep and you have this full spread you have this context you know what this is going you know the references you understand the complexities of it and you're penetrating deep and especially when you're doing it on yourself and especially when you're doing it on yourself and the way that you integrate into the world into the collective world and especially when you're doing it on yourself through the collective world and making a greater impact on the collective world there's nothing greater so 
So how do we do that? That is more, it's more pleasurable than Netflix, I promise you. Okay? There's nothing more pleasurable than that. It's more pleasurable than games and all of the stuff that people are playing nowadays. Mini clip, I know nobody plays that anymore. That's what I was playing when I was a kid. Just get like whatever stuff. All of these dopamine drops that the all of these massive companies have you got going on in the phones and, and the addictions that are present and running so much of our lives with the phone addictions to porn addictions to food addictions to gambling addictions to everything that you could possibly imagine to just consuming addictions everything consumption 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 i need more i need more i need more i need more give me give me give me give me, give me. i'm not fulfilled i'm not satiated no matter how big or how fat or out of shape i get or no matter how much i have in the world i can't have enough Why? Why? Because it doesn't feel good to consume. It feels good to produce. We've got to be producers, and you have to produce yourself. Yourself is who you're producing, and there's nothing more pleasurable than when you produce yourself. And there's nothing more pleasurable when you have a breakthrough in your life. And that pleasure and that breakthrough only comes about when you are in a space of deep growth, deep focus, with a deep sense of presence into that situation, reading what's happening, and then you move through it in a way that is higher than you have moved through it previously. That's it. If you can achieve that and can continually achieve that in the long game, you're winning. Okay? That's powerful. That's power. You are a powerful person. And we're looking to cultivate that in our lives. Okay? And so I know I started a little bit in the weeds and less with like the inspiration, but this might be more inspirational as a, as a show, maybe classified more inspirational, but it's, it's, and maybe I should put this in the beginning, I don't know, but, but the point is, is, is that this is, this is why we're doing this in many reasons because, because when we grow it's just the most pleasurable thing in the world and then we get caught up in the goals and we get caught up in the expectations and, we get, and there's all sorts of things that are going on and I have to fulfill this and yes, there's money, I have to make money and that's a real part of life and we're going through all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. Okay, we'll take care of those things. But first and foremost, you need to be focused on being a producer and you need to be focused on growth. You need to be focused on present growth and complete consumption into what you're doing. And, and you need to be focused on the long game. And those two things are going to set you up with a proper mindset and appreciation and expectation for life. And how you show up for life. You know, there's nothing better than about hearing other people who, who have really, like, grown or you've helped grow. There's nothing more pleasurable, really. It's really, actually, it's more pleasurable for somebody else to grow through you than it is for you to grow yourself. It really is. 100%. When you know that somebody, because of you, lost 
40 pounds and is now happy again and is now getting up and like rising with energy and feeling good about themselves and has a healthy sense of self-esteem and is moving through life in a way that they've never done before. Now they're giving their kids more love. They're giving their kids more attention. Now all of a sudden they have a healthy relationship with their spouse, with their husband or their wife. And now they're now their whole family dynamic has a vibrancy and a vitality and that essence of life that we're looking for. Get rid of all of those surface level conversations. Get rid of all of the shtuyot, as we say in Ivrit, as we say in Hebrew and Israel. Get rid of all of that, that garbage muddling your mind. Let's focus on this, on this inner essence. on this inner essence of yourself first. And once you start growing yourself, then you're gonna impact others. And there's nothing more pleasurable than helping other people grow or influencing other people to grow. No, you're not, it's not our place to force other people to grow or show them how to grow or tell them what to do or blah, 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 blah. You're not there to be a healer. I'm here to heal you. I'm here to help you. Stop that garbage conversation. There's nothing going on like that. You are there to focus on your growth. Your growth and your growth alone. All you have control of is your growth. That's the only thing you have control of. You do have control in this life. There is an element of control that exists in the world. Just as time exists, just as gravity exists, just as all of these elements of reality exist, control as an element in the universe exists. And you have control. But what do you have control over? You have control over yourself. And you don't have control over anybody else. Period. And the more you understand that, the more you're going to influence other people. Let me say that again. The more you understand that you have a sense of control over yourself and not over the others, you are going to have more influence over other people. I know. It's a little bit uh, sideways in the brain, but you have to just understand that that's how it works. That's how dynamics work. That's That's how push and pull work. Because when you understand how reality works, even if subconsciously somebody else, subconsciously somebody else will understand that, even if they don't consciously understand that. Because deep down their system understands that. Deep down they know how this reality works because they're a part of it. So subconsciously, right, it's like, you don't have to know intellectually how he's going to burn you. <laughs> you just pull your hand back, right? When somebody's trying to control you, they're just going to pull themselves back. They don't have to intellectually know it, right? It's a part of this nature that we live in, and it's a part of this reality that we live in, and so as you move forward in your growth, what you need to do is focus on yourself. And, we live in a yes and reality. You're gonna hear me say this a lot. You've already heard me say it a lot. We talk about dichotomies, we talk about dualities, we talk about polarity, we talk about charge, we talk about dynamics and push-pull and how things exist within the same space together, okay? Get that, understand that. Yes and, okay, you're living an improv lifestyle. 
when you get the idea that you control your reality or you have control over yourself and you can make those decisions for yourself, now as you move forward in life, you get to interface with other people in a way that is more, how should we say it, naturally integrative with the natural laws of human nature and nature itself. Because you're playing by the rules. You can influence people because you're not trying to control them. They will accept it because you're offering something to them. Okay? And it's the most beautiful part. <laughs> and when you can do this in a way that is pure and, and holy and healthy, and I don't mean holy in a, in a religious way, I just mean holy in a, in a beautiful human way, with a heart with human morals and decency. When you can do this in a human way, in a moral way, in a way where you say, I love you because you're a human being and I just want to see you grow. <laughs> That's it. I just want to see you be healthy. I don't want to see you depressed. I, I don't want to see you depressed. I just want to see you grow. Then you can offer something and they can choose to accept it or not. And that is how humans can work together. And by you taking ownership and, and responsibility of that dynamic in your lifestyle, you can also influence others to take that control and that dynamic over their lifestyle and they will stop trying to be so controlling of other people. And they will get a grip on themselves, they'll lose their addictions, they'll kick them to the curb, they'll fall away. Those shackles will crumble like rust. They'll stand tall with a strong spine, <sighs> breathe deep, and they'll start connecting to themselves in a way they've never connected to themselves or anything in this world before, ever, in their entire life. That's the power of human growth. It's, it's a power that's going to change the world and, and, and I don't care if it sounds cliche and I don't care if it sounds like just another self-help genre or topic or whatever. It's not. It's not just another self-help growth whatever. We're talking about saving lives. Saving lives and it's just as serious as that. Because how many lives right now do we know of, especially during this pandemic, or whatever is going on that are influenced in this negative way because they're just sitting around, you know, doing nothing now or confused or they lost this sense of control. They lost this meaning in their life. And now they're, they're, they're sitting there and, they, and they've lost themselves and they fall into Netflix and they fall into binging. They fall into eating and consuming and, and the spiral goes down and they fall into the vicious darkness of negative human relationships and toxic relationships and lashing out and unhealthy dynamics. How many people do you know like that? Maybe you're one of those people. It's time to change. It's time to make a change right now. Let's go. Let's do it. So this is what we're doing, folks. There's nothing more serious than this. And I urge you to 
really take a step up and, and start making a move because uh, we need to. You know, there's no more time other than the present, and we got to make a move. So uh, let's go, baby. We talked yesterday about seven-year cycles, um, and that's not to scare you because you can see massive growth in a span of a week. You can see massive growth in the span of a very short amount of time, okay? But we're keeping that present of finesse and being present and, and working a situation and being opportunistic with the situation while keeping that long game in check and in play. And with those two things in mind, it really helps frame up our map as we move forward. Now we have a map and a key and a compass. And we're starting to get our tools together. We're starting to understand the landscape a little better. We're starting to learn how the landscape rolls and moves and, and plays and, and the elements involved and the dynamics and the, the principles that make this landscape tick. And as we start to understand this map in front of us and the horizon and the hills and the green and the grass and the trees and the forest and the hills and the birds, we're going to learn how we can start to integrate and move and excel and grow in a way like it's, I told you before, it's past your ability to imagine. So if you can imagine a little bit, imagine that space, see it, let it inspire you and then move and have faith and have trust and just go and just start going and don't look back and just start moving. And then, you know, feel that wind in your face and feel the growth, man. This is what it's all about, okay? I love you. This is uh, more of an inspirational podcast, I'd say, today. Obviously, there's a little information there, but it's definitely more inspirational, and I hope it brings you some inspiration to, uh, to you know, to make something happen here. So let's get a move on. It's time to make moves. Let's go. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Make, 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 go do something. This is a really, this is inspiration. You better catalyze on this. If you don't catalyze on this, go and listen to it again. It's a failure if you don't. I'm sorry. I hate to be blunt like that, but it's a failure if you don't. Make something happen that you're not going to make happen otherwise. If it would not get done by itself, you have to make it happen. So go make it happen. Go now. Pick something. Do it. I'll talk to you tomorrow.